Welcome to the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast, your best source for information, news, tips, and tricks to get you off the ground running and earn success with your custom apparel decorating business. So get ready to soak up some knowledge. Now, here are your hosts, Mark and Mark. Hey, everyone, and welcome to take three of episode 29 of the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast. My name is Mark Stevenson. And this is Mark Vila. And today we are here to talk about uh, making more money next month, specifically creating active word of mouth. I, I love that title. It's a fun title, man. I, I, I title. like it. I like it. And and we, we called it that for, for a couple of good reasons. Okay. So we're saying that we want to make more money next month. That's yes. the goal of this podcast is that... You listen to this, and then next month you're going to be able to make money you wouldn't have made before because you listened to this. Right. Honestly, if you don't want to make more money next month, then you probably are wasting your time listening okay. to any okay. of our podcasts. Okay. <laughs> you really are. Uh, but then we said creating active word of mouth. All right. So the reason why we talk about word of mouth is because why, Mark? When you go in and you talk to customers that visit us. Yes, I tell this story. story. I still tell the story all the time. So, you know, we have open houses here at Coldesi periodically, and I do presentations on, you know, getting found online and things like that. And I'll have a room full of Coldesi customers, and I will say, you know, okay, raise your hand if you have a website, and that's how you get most of your business. And maybe just a few people will raise their hands. Mm. If I say, raise your hand if word of mouth is your primary method of getting, method of getting business, then everybody else, at least 90% of those people raise their hands. Yeah, I, I agree. Most people that we talk to, they say that they started their business and they grew their business through uh, telling some folks about what they did. Yeah. And then somebody within that group either directly needs some apparel or, or knows, knows somebody yeah or knows somebody and then you do some work that way and you continue to tell people what you do and you do work for people and they tell other people so you're getting referrals yeah so the basically the the premise is is that the more people who know who you are and what you do and are willing to share that information the better your business will be yes i think that's exactly what it is and it's it, it's that simple to get started but you can facilitate the growth of that. I, I like this. We're, we're like, we're, we're winding our way around, around a term here that yeah. usually scares people. Yeah. Right? But you can, you can say that you can create more word of mouth. You can create, you can let more people know what you do. Right. And, and you might do that, for example, by going, going up to a business or a person that you're not familiar with and introducing who you are and what you do. Mm -hmm. Now, now I'm scared. Okay. Yeah, because you're actually having to do something. Because really what, what we're talking about and the word that we did not use in the title specifically to trick you into listening to this podcast is uh, is outside sales. Yeah. And, and, and really what we're talking about, what we're not talking about, mm -hmm. I'd like to say we're not talking okay. about, we're not talking about the person who knocks on the door and tries to sell you, you mentioned a water softener. Yeah. Yeah. To me earlier security or, system. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe back in older times, it was, uh, uh, 
vacuum cleaners. Encyclopedias. <laughs> encyclopedias. Yeah, I've had both of those. Yeah, yeah I, I, don't, I don't think I've had anybody try to sell me an, an encyclopedia. I actually day. like to invite those people into my house so they can do their whole demo. Uh-huh. So I can judge them and ridicule them. <laughs> no, just kidding. I don't do that last part, but, but I, do, I do like to see how people sell. Uh, you, I like to invite him in and just weird them out. <laughs> well, you do that regardless. Yeah, um, with everyone who gets invited. Right, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so back to business here. So if we want to create word of mouth by going out and, and meet new people, what we're talking about here really is, a, is, is making some kind, of a, some kind of a plan. You can't just say that, yes, you're right, Mark and Mark, we really want you, we, we really want to make more money next month. Mm-hmm. And we understand that we're going to, we need to meet more people, so we're going to do that. So what are some things then? Let's maybe start breaking down some different things that we're going to try to do yeah. to create that act. And, and let's call this, and, and I'm not sure if I mentioned it yet, but this is a good podcast to take notes. You didn't mention it yet, but okay. I like so, it. So if you, if you are listening while you work, with, which I know a lot of our customers do, that's great. But make sure that you at least take a few minutes at some point, listen to it again and again and again and again. Um, and then, uh, and then you know, get out a pad and paper and start taking down some yeah, notes. Yeah, and, and I, I think the notes are also about um, writing down some of these goals and things that you want to do in yeah. this. Because when we're, we're not just going to talk about this, this is one solid list that you have to do and this right. is how you're going to do it because you and your business are different than everyone else out there that exists. You right. are unique. I feel like this is like some motivation. It, it is. You are unique, but I'm you are, much of an individual. you know, you are unique. Yeah. Your business is unique and there are going to be people that buy from your business just because of you or whoever's representing your business. Right. So you need to go out there and find all of those people that want to make that connection with you and buy from you. Agreed. So when you're taking notes at the top of that page, I want you to write down sales plan. Okay. Because all that's right. what you could, you could call it the making more money next month sales plan. And that may, might be more motivating. You can call it the making more money next month by meeting more people this month sales plan. Or the creating active word of mouth. You could definitely... Sales plan. Okay. <laughs> you, could, you could definitely do that. So the first thing you really need to do is kind of take a look at your business and figure out what kind of business you are. So are you a niche business or are you a, a GP? Are you a general practitioner? So in a niche business, for example, maybe you have developed a business where you only sell bling to cheer and dance. Mm-hmm. And on the general practitioner side, uh, maybe you're an embroiderer who does polos and caps and um, uniforms. Handkerchiefs. Handkerchiefs. You know, <laughs> you do things for general business. Uh-huh, you know, maybe uh-huh. maybe that's it. So you really need to figure out um, if you're a niche or a general practitioner. And when you make that determination of which one you are, that's how you're going to figure out where you can go and what you're going to do when you get there. Right, right. Because it's, I mean, generally speaking, because really, in order for this kind of this kind of sales plan to work, you know, you've got to have people. You know, we're talking about physically people local to you or within driving distance to you um, that are potential customers. And that's specifically what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, we're going to do a few of these making more money. Yes. podcast next month. Uh, and next month we're going to do more, or we're gonna yes, do... yes, both. Oh, okay. We're going to do more next month and. 
It's about making more money than so. Well, really where I'm going with it is, is this one is talking, we're going to create active word of mouth by going out into the world. Yes. Okay, that's what this is about. In others, we'll talk about some other ways of of growing and making more money next month. Right. But right now, it's about getting out there. So we're, we're going to determine what type of business we are. Am I the type of business owner where I just say, it doesn't matter if what type of business you are, I do anything from sports apparel to corporate wear yeah. to custom things for, uh, you know, weddings and bar mitzvahs. You know, I do all of these things. I am an embroiderer. Right. You know, um, I do all of it. And yeah. if you're that type of person, then you can go, the amount of people you can see is much larger. Yes. In a, in a geographical area. In a geographical area. Because almost every business is going to be your prospect. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah, so every every plumber and AC company and any any business that goes car dealerships, people, car yeah. dealerships, you know everything. You've got a ton to go to. That doesn't necessarily mean that that's better or worse than having a niche. Right. Okay. It's, it's just it's just different. In the local marketplace, it's usually easier to develop business like that. You have you have a, a larger field to pick from. You have a larger field field to pick from. Um, the harder part about that is that you have to you have to be prepared to handle all of those conversations. Right. So maybe at this point in time, maybe maybe we can divide this, make a split here. Yes. Um, and let's talk a bit about the general practitioner style of business for a couple minutes, and then then go over to the niche one. Right. Then let's come back together. Okay. And move on this, to this is a complicated plan. <laughs> and moving and no and then moving on to actually executing it. Right. So I think we need to talk about both because I this is the other thing I think that's important about talking about both of those separately. If you agree. Yeah. Because you can as a business owner, you can do both of these. You can be a general practitioner type. And go out and try to create word of mouth all over. But then you can also say, okay, today, Absolutely. today I am going to specifically focus on, you mentioned car dealers. I think yeah. that's a good idea. I'm going to focus on every um, of the small, local-owned, buy-here, pay-here type of car Car lots. dealerships, yeah. So I know that I'm going to go out there. I'm probably going to talk to the owner. Yeah. Uh, they probably are going to need small orders of things, but I might be able to close those deals and build myself I can I can build a sales plan. Yeah, around I, I, I like that. So, I like that. Um, so now if you are if you're the the general practitioner type, okay. Yeah. So how are you going to go out there, talk about that? Yeah, and day. so so this is going to be be your plan. Okay. Right. So yes, we're, we're so talking plan. about the plan. So the first thing that you're going to look at is I want to start with the geographic areas, and then we'll we'll start with the, we'll go to the rest of the plan because I really like this part. Okay, great. Okay, great. so let's say that you are in, um, let's say you're in Tampa, Florida. Okay, we're a mid-sized city. We've got probably uh, one and a half million people within a forty-five minute drive. Okay, um, so if I was going to work the Tampa Bay area and I was a general practitioner, what I would do is I would divide up the Divide up the city or the general area into neighborhoods. Okay. Okay. Now, some people will, you know, make a circle around the area and they'll do like pie slices, you know. But if you do it by neighborhoods, I like that because generally you get the same 
general kinds or types of environments in specific neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. So we've got the West Shore Business District here, yep. which is about 15 minutes from our office, depending on traffic. And there are a huge number of businesses there. Yeah, there are it, hundreds within a, within a mile or two. Right. It's a good place. You know, there are a couple of buildings that are maybe 10, 12 stories tall, nothing, nothing really huge. But you know that everybody in there, they, you know, they... They generally, they work in an office. It's an office environment mm -hmm. rather than just a retail environment. Um, and you get lots of opportunities within that. You know, you could spend a day, you know, or four hours of time in that in that specific area. Yeah, you could spend four hours of time on a few blocks of right. city. Right, So I think that's what, so where we're going with it is if you're, if you're a general type of yeah. practitioner where you can do all this type of stuff, you can pick areas of town where you can say, I can spend four hours or eight hours, whatever right. amount of time you're going to be working on that day in this area. Yeah. And you know what? I'm, I'm just going to say this. I like starting at four hours. Sure. So four hours is great. So on your plan, you can pick, okay, you know, what, you know, what day of the week that you think you can scrape out four hours of time mm -hmm. uh, because it's very important because remember, this is how you're going to make money next month. So pick a day, pick a four hour block. And then write down the areas that you have to go after. So here it's, you know, downtown Tampa. It might be Harbor Island. It's West Shore. You know, in, um, in Atlanta, it's going to be different. In, in Houston, it's going to be huge. If you're in a very small area, then, you know, maybe there's only one, yeah. you know, section that you can cover in four hours. Whatever that is, I want you to set out those geographic areas and make it, if you can, at least four or five. And then I think you should pick, a, 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 like you said, a four-hour time block next week. Yeah. I mean, let's do it. I like that. Let's yeah. do it. You know, next week, pick a day, say, where can I get four hours from, say, nine, you know, nine to one, yeah. you know, range, something like that. Um, where, can, where can I pick this block of time? Where not, not Friday afternoon. Not Friday afternoon. Right. <laughs> um, probably not Monday morning. Right. You know, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday is a pretty good idea, and more than likely, um, you know, I like in the morning get be be getting ready to stop in your first place before nine. Yeah. You know, um, eight thirty maybe. Yeah. If, if you're agreeing. I, I like I like really early in the morning because mm -hmm. that's when the owners are there. Yeah. That's when the decision makers are there, and I like really late for the same reason. Yeah. So you could do that, or you could do. Um, you know, starting off at, say, 2 o'clock. Yeah. And being done by 6. Yeah, I like that. We just had a guest stop in. Yes, who is uh, who's <laughs> a, Linda Chavaron, the general manager, just came in and uh, to hand us pieces of paper. And uh, she's a great example because she's one of the first people here and one of the last people to leave. Yeah. And that would be who you want to talk to. Right, so early in the morning, late in the day. That's yeah. Right. So now we we're saying that okay. In a week from now, I want to pick a four-hour time block. It's either going to be really early if I'm more of a morning person, or in the afternoon. But either way, you're blocking that time out, and you're going to go. And we're talking about now. We you could do this for area or niche, but right now yeah. we're talking about the area, and we're saying that you're going to pick an area of town. Yes. That where you can spend four hours. Mm -hmm. And what are you going to do within that four hours? Do we have a goal? Yeah, well, you know, you, you do have a goal. and Or are we there yet? I, I, I think so. Okay. So, so we, we talked about that. We talked about the four hours. The only other thing I'm going to say about that is because I've got a lot of experience in outside sales. Mm -hmm. And 
What I always used to do is try to eat up as much time as possible driving rather than actually talking to people mm -hmm. because no one actually wants to go out and talk to people, right? Yeah. That, that's rare. So you, you, uh, you do these, you trick yourself uh, with these little justifications and, okay, well, I'm going to go work a neighborhood that's an hour away. So now I only have to talk to people for three hours, but you know what? It's an hour back, too. Yeah. So I'm going to leave at 9, I'll get there at 10, I'll work until 12, and I'll drive back. It'll be 1 o'clock, that's my four hours. I have to eat lunch, too. Yeah, eat lunch. So now you're down, now you're down to an hour. <laughs> now you're down to an hour. Take your coffee break. So, uh, so start really close to your, to your business. Yeah, start close to your business because you, also, you do get the benefit of just saying, yeah, I'm right here. Right. Yeah. I love that. So, which is cool, but that's just a little tip, a place to start. But you can eventually grow or move. Maybe it's, you know, maybe that's not the best area for right. you as well. If you, if, you know, if you live farther out yeah. from where all the action is, yeah. you know, and it is a drive to get into there, well then, yeah, you know, you're going to spend that time driving, but remember that that's not part of the sales time we want right, to focus right. on. We want to focus four hours on creating active word of mouth. Yeah, and so so that's part of your plan is figuring out um, what your area is, mm -hmm. correct? Yes. Now, um, maybe next what we should do we, we should do is talk about what you're going to need. Okay. All right. Okay. So All right. so what are you what what are you going to need and what are you going to do when you get there? Right. So what you're going to what are you going to say? Okay. And, and you're going to walk into a business. You know, you're going to start at the closest one, let's say, and you're going to just walk into a business and you are going to have what in your hands and you're going to say what. Okay. So before I can make that decision, okay. I need to know um, what do I want to happen? True. What do I want to happen when I when I go out there? Yeah. At the So at the end of that four hours, and you guys have to decide this for yourselves, right? At the end of that four hours... When I drive back to the office, what do I want to have happen? Yeah, what 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 have I accomplished today? Right. Yeah. And then if we know what we're going out to accomplish, then we can figure out what do we have to bring and have with us and be prepared for. Right. I've got two I've got two goals in mind. Okay. I've got two goals in mind. One is I'd like to get an order. All right. Right? Yeah. I don't I don't care how big or small the order, and that's really important. If you're gonna go out next Tuesday morning, do your best to set yourself up for success so you get a small order. Mm-hmm. Okay, and um, the rest of the time, what I'd really like to do is build my email list or build my customer list that I can market to. Because I'm more of an internet marketing guy, you know, so what I want is to, I want to see 20 people at least. I want one of those people to buy something from me or say they're going to buy something from me. And I want at least 10 of those people, at least half of those people to, um, to give me a card and permission to contact them again. Yeah, I think that, that for me, I, I agree 100% with everything that you said. Uh, and from a, from just a simple standpoint of it is what I want to do is I want to be able to create this word of mouth that I exist, right. that my business exists. So I want to try to go into, you would mentioned 20 businesses, yeah. um, which I think is a good number. You can maybe even do more. No, yeah, that's, that's, that would be the minimum, yeah. I would say. Yeah, so you, but I think 20 is a good number to say is that I want to hit 20 today because you might walk into somewhere and have a half-hour conversation, yes. which would be awesome. Awesome. Right? Um, but you might walk into 20 places and get nowhere. But all we're trying to do is to try to let find out, for me, I think, find out, is this a good prospect for me? Yeah. So, which, a.k.a., in other words, do they buy custom apparel 
right. here? Is the, is right. the decision maker here? Um, it, uh, do they actually buy custom apparel? Yeah. And do and do I make what they would buy? Right. Okay. So that's like the initial prospect is is this even is this even worth any time? Um, if you if there is a local Comcast or Verizon or Time Warner office call center, more than likely that's not a prospect for you. Right. The, the uniforms that they wear, if they wear them, are probably not ordered locally. There's probably somewhere in a corporate headquarters that handles that. Not a good prospect. Uh, compared to, say, a local business phone sales company that yeah. sells telecom systems to local businesses yeah. is probably a great prospect for you. Yes. Because the owner is probably there or, or, or the general manager. Like we, you know, ha, our, we have a general yeah. manager here and I mean, we make apparel here, so we right. wouldn't be buying it from somebody. But a company like <laughs> us would because we wear shirts for trade shows. We wear them around the office. We wear logo wear all yeah, the time. Yeah, technicians go out and wear. So if there's a company that sells, say, that telecom, they've got a crew of technicians that probably wear some sort of uniform. Yep. And they've got salespeople that probably wear polo shirts or hats or hats or hats, hats, hats or, or dress shirts, things like that on it. And they might have warehouse people that wear T-shirts in the back yep. with the company on it. So right. that's a potential prospect for you. So that's goal number one for me is to find the potential prospects. Yep. And then goal number two is to find out who makes the decisions there that yeah. that I need to talk to. Uh, so that would be that would be my that list build. Yeah. Uh, and then I like what you said, get permission to contact them. Yeah. So um, by that what I mean is is you don't wanna it's it's not a drive by. Right, mm -hmm. So you want to meet someone, even if it's the receptionist, you want to talk to them about whether or not they purchase custom apparel, and then you want to find out who is the right person to talk to about that. Mm -hmm. If they're there and you can meet them, that's fantastic. And you can say, do you mind if I call again, or do you mind if I send an email um, and put you on my email list so, so I can keep you up to date? Yeah, and, and that's essentially... The initial goal for me, that's initially right. what it is, is to walk in and say, and and not necessarily directly ask, but maybe just ask. Say, I do custom apparel. Do you guys ever have any needs here? Uh, or I just wanted to let you guys know who I am. I do, I make custom apparel for, and, and if you've got, and this is where you can fall into the area niche where if you're, I'm sorry, the the uh, general practitioner yeah, niche thing. Right. But if you're, we're talking about general practitioner stuff at yeah. the moment. But you walk in, you have to immediately know what I'm, how I'm going to say this a little bit differently. Yeah. You know, in each business, but you're going to say, listen, I can handle uniforms and and things for salespeople and technicians and all of that. I do all these types of things. Uh, I just wanted to reach out to the person here who made that decision, let them know who I was, maybe send them an email about some of the different special things that I can offer your business. Yeah. And you might even do it in a way that says, hey, um, hi, my name's Mark from Coldessi. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm walking through the building today collecting business cards. Okay. You know, I'm collecting business cards. Um, do you guys buy custom apparel? Do you get logo shirts or anything like that? Yes? Great. Can I get the business card of the person that usually does that kind of thing? And, and there you're you done. There you go. And you're done. Here's my card, you know, just in case they come by. Or, or better yet, are they here? Can I, can I, you know, just introduce myself? They are going to be very used to people walking in saying something like that yeah they're going to be used to that first of all and that's why you don't have to be scared to do that right because all you're doing is you're walking in whoever's in the front 
and you come in with your you want to create a little pitch ahead of time yeah. and just say hi my name is Mark I am a, I'm a, a newer business to the area or I'm a growing business in this area I do custom apparel like polo shirts and hats and t-shirts yeah do you guys ever have a need for that type of stuff I'd like to skip, skip, send some of my information yeah. to the person who makes that decision. Who yeah. could I send it to? Yeah. And then right out of the gate there, the, this person who is a receptionist or secretary or assistant or the owner, I mean, yeah. whoever, whoever sits and receives people that come in, have heard something like that a whole bunch of times. Right. Whether it's copy machines. Yeah, but never from paper, an apparel decorator. But that's never sure. from an apparel decorator. Right. That's exactly true. It's very rare that they're going to hear that from, from an apparel decorator. So you don't have to be apprehensive about saying that pitch. It's very, right. very short and simple. And more than likely, they're going to say, Bob handles that. Here's his card. Yeah. Or and they're just going to say, we never order it. Right. No, and we don't do anything like we that. We don't do anything like that. Thanks a lot. Yeah. You know? Or, I mean, what I would do in that circumstance is, well, do you know anybody that does? Sure. Or, you know, is there a church or a baseball team or anything like that that you know that does? You know, I would probably do something like that. And I think that that's, that's the experienced outside salesperson yeah, in yeah. and And that's going to depend, whoever's listening to this right now, whether you say that or not is going to be up to you right. on how far that you is push the next the conversation. Step. That is the next step. It's a next level. So, so I think the part of your plan is, you know, picking your area and setting your goals. Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of getting that, getting that introduction down. You know, what's the elevator pitch that you're going to use? If you are, you know, Mary from Mary's Embroidery uh, and you just started your business, then then you want to use that. I mean, that's your personality. You know, your your business when you start up is your personality. So if you walk into a into a let's say you walk into a hair salon and you say, hey, is the uh, is the owner here? My name's Mary. I'm from Mary's Embroidery. I'm about three miles away. I just started my business. I do custom apparel. Like aprons and things like that. Do you guys buy any of that stuff? Yeah. You know, I mean, maybe it's something as simple as that. And then you just do that at business after business after business. Yeah, and if they say, yes, yeah, we do. Oh, yeah, all of our salespeople have that. Or, yeah, all of the ladies in our salon, they yeah. all have aprons and, and all of these things. Yeah. We do order that. Okay, great. Uh, and then you don't, it doesn't mean at this point in time you have to go into a sales pitch to try to get that order specifically. Right. Okay, because what I want, what I'm envisioning is the person who's listening to this is not a sales pro that's going to be able to go out there and hear, oh, yes, we order that, and immediately start you know, taking out the notepad yeah, yeah. and getting somebody in there and say, well, how about I, I can get you a deal right now? Right, right. You know, if you, what do you need it right could now? Happen. You need it could happen. Yeah. So, and it's great if you've got that personality. If you've got that right. personality, you do have, um, you've got a one up to push this through faster. But if you don't have that personality and you are trying to push yourself to do something new, yeah, which is what I would like. I would like for if you've never done this stuff and it's the first time, I really want you to do this. That'd be awesome. But be so what you do is you walk in, you walk into the hair salon, you say I I. I make custom apparel. My name's Mary. I do have an embroidery shop. I could do aprons and hats and shirts and all these awesome things. And it looks like you guys do that kind of stuff here. Yeah, we absolutely do. Uh, who might make the decisions? Because I'd love to share some of my inf- information with you that I can email to you. 
and I have a little email list that I let my, keep my customers up to date in some different things that I'm doing. Yeah, and, and you, you should make notes, you know, right now, you know, for example, of the kinds of things that you're going to say. And one of them might be, um, who does that? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it doesn't have to be a big, you know, a big speech or anything. It's just like, oh, great, you guys order this kind of thing. I make this kind of thing. Who should I talk to? Yeah, who should I talk to? And the, uh, and then it'll usually be something like, oh, that's me, you know, right yeah. here. I'm the owner. Or, right. oh, that's, that's uh, you know, that's Suzette. And she is, she's with a client right now. Right. Oh, no problem. I just, right. what I would like to do is I'd like to shoot her an email um, or, or drop off this information. Yeah. And, and that's, that, at the end of that, if that's all you do is maybe get a business card and you dropped off some... That's a win. A successful yeah, that's definitely a win. You have created an active word of mouth at that yeah. point in time. That, you, that's nice, nice bringing it back. I yeah. like that. I like If that. you do that 10 times a day, yeah. in a day, in a morning, you have a four-hour block, if 10 times you've got a name, a card, dropped off, some piece of literature, a business card, a brochure, yeah. or whatever it is, just... If it doesn't look good, don't leave it, right. first of all. Right. I want to back up to that. Yeah. Don't print something out um, with, with word. clip art images yeah. and a Word document. Yeah, it, don't do that. You know, just just have do a business, a business card. Have a business card yeah. is fine. And make the business card informative to say what you do. Right. You drop that off. You get a person's name. You walk out. Give yourself a high five in the car. Right. You had a successful call. Yes. Do that ten times and then plan on doing that. Uh, once a week, twice a week, three times a week. Yeah, I mean, so depending. so let's say you did that because yeah. I like that whole exchange because yeah. something like mm -hmm. a, a hair salon or a tire shop or something like that, those are very non-threatening things. It's not like you're walking into an office with a big rece receptionist behind bulletproof glass yeah. and a desk and everything asking to see the, the president of finance, mm -hmm. right? So you go going into some of these smaller businesses and you're 10 times – you're getting the right information from them, and you're creating that word of mouth. So at the end of a month, you've met 40 new people. Yeah, if you're doing it once a week. At a minimum, yeah. if, you're, if you're doing it twice a week, you've met 80 new people. You've, you've created active word of mouth because maybe that business owner or receptionist does not have an immediate need, but, man, they are going to say, you know what? I just had the nicest person come into my, into my shop. Yep. And give me a business card. They do embroidery and they're right here in town. Yeah, and it might end up in the trash. Right. It might. You know, it probably will. Right. You know, but but the point is is that you've also got their card. Yes. And their information. So you're gonna maybe shoot them an email or um, or give them a phone call and we'll talk right. about that stuff. Yeah, we're not we're not gonna leave you out there in the wild, yeah. you know, with that kind of stuff. We're gonna talk about making more money on with email. Yeah, yeah. Well. So we're gonna talk about all that stuff. But you've got you've got a piece of their information where you can reach out to them again in another way, which we'll talk about in another day. Right. But you've got that goal accomplished. You've also you've handed out a bunch of cards or brochures or flyers or whatever you've handed out. You're creating this word of mouth. And what's gonna happen is, as you said, the goal is to get a small order. Right. Okay, so you've gone out there and maybe if of the ten people you talk to, one of them might and will want maybe not the first day or second day, but yeah. maybe on your first call too. Right. They're gonna say, you know what? Yeah. And they're gonna go into a conversation so, about how they how their salespeople shirts are all shrunk. Right. And they look awkward. crappy. Oh yeah, we did it on boarded brogos, a logo shirts before. Uh, we stopped doing it. Really, what 
what happened with that? Well, we got a bunch of shirts. The salespeople looked sharp the first four days. Right. Then they all washed them. All the embroidery puckered up. Yeah, the they all look like looked crap. Bad. I told them to stop wearing them, and now they're just wearing, you know, polo polo brand and Ralph Lauren shirts yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, and then you can say, then now you get to be who you are, right. and you get to talk about something that you know. Yeah, you can talk about you know why that doesn't happen on your shirts. Yes. You could also say, well, the problem is you were trying to wash them three times a week. You need three times more shirts. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going to ask you to. I am going to push a little bit here. I'm going to ask you to do something. Do it. If you yeah. if you've gone to the trouble of making a plan, mm -hmm. of setting your goals, of picking an area, mm -hmm. of putting it in your schedule, and gone going out to meet people, and you've gotten that business card because they do do something or they are mildly at least interested, I'd like you to just ask everybody, well, do you need anything right now? Yeah. Just just add add that. Say, oh, yeah, you know, okay, great, thanks. You know, here's my business card, and, and you know, I'm, I'm going to keep you, keep you in the loop about what I do. Um, by the way, do you need anything now? Just ask just yeah. ask that question, and they'll maybe they'll say no. But maybe one of those 20 people that you see, are going to say yes. Yeah, which would be, which is ideal. Which is ideal. You know, that's what you want. And more than likely, if you're asking that every time, sooner than later, somebody is going to say yes. Yeah, which, and you and have to try, the, not to try not to jump up and down yeah. and clap when that yeah. happens, but it will. It's the best feeling. Yeah. But I'll tell you that I know from personal experience and doing outside sales and when I first started doing it, and most people that I know who have done it as well, I have a lot of friends that are salespeople, well, that's like asking somebody out on the date. Right. You've, you've, if you've asked somebody out on the date before, especially when you're young, you can have the whole conversation. And I have this whole awesome story. Maybe one day I'll tell it on the right. podcast about this girl that I never asked out for like a year. Right. You know, and we talked every day and I can never right. ask her out. So asking, um, asking somebody, do you need anything right now? You might walk out and be like, why couldn't I ask that? Yeah. Why couldn't I say yeah. these five or six words? And that will happen, and that's fine. That's fine if it doesn't happen. Right. But just say, all I'm going to do is just say that. Yeah. And then nothing bad is going to happen at yeah. all. Yeah, and it's at the end. After you've already gotten their business card and everything like that, it's part of your sales plan. You're going you're gonna to know what you're going to say. You're going to introduce yourself. You're going to introduce your company. You're going to, you know, what's, you know, what's great about your business that they might want to do business with you. You're going to ask if they do this kind of thing. You're going to find out yes or no. If the answer is yes, who handles it? And then, you know, after all that, can I get their business card? Say, by the way, do you guys need anything right now? That's all I want you to do. And I think that that's simple. That's non-threatening. Uh, and it, like I said, it might, it's, it might feel a little bit apprehensive right. and, and sweaty. But don't calm. worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it because you've done – the hardest part is just walking in and, and introducing yourself. Yeah. Is really – that's the hardest part. Just get past it because – and uh, very – almost nobody's going to be a jerk. Right. No, yeah. I mean I, I was on the road outside sales for more than a decade. And in that entire time of intensive outside sales stuff – I had one, literally one person in my entire career that was a jerk. Yeah, I can think of, I can't think of specifics, but my memory, if memory serves me right, right. one to three and, total, you and, know, of people that were just like. Yeah, Mar know. and Mark will back me up on this. I mean, I, I'm not a nice guy. So, you know, not a nice guy. It'd be very easy and natural for people to be mean to me, but they're not. So um, we talked about, you know, 
setting your area if you're a general practitioner. You know, we've talked about setting goals, setting a schedule that you're going to do mm -hmm. this. And just imagine if you saw 20 people twice a week, that's 40 people a week, that's 160 new opportunities for active word of mouth that you've created in a month. Next month, somebody's going to buy something from you, uh, and you will have made you will have made more money. So if you, there's like this one percent rule in sales, okay. right? That that I, I see a lot, and then you can experience it. If you just show up, which means you're yeah. not good, you yeah. don't do anything good, you don't say anything good. Nothing about it is that great. Right. It's only moderately mediocre. Yeah, one percent of the people will contact you yeah. anyway to buy something. Right. You could throw business cards in the window as yes. you walk by. You literally. And somebody's going to buy something you. could you. go to 100 businesses and just give a business card and barely say anything, and you might get one phone call actually yeah. out of that. I mean, that's kind of just a weird thing. It's crazy. Thing. It's so, crazy. And then, um, and then maybe, but the thing is, when it's so random like that, then only 1% of those people will buy, so right. you have to drop 1,000 cards. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. you can print 1,000 cards and run across your city <laughs> But and you're just not going to throw them in, and you'll get one sale yeah. probably. Yeah. But that's a ridiculous thing to do. Yeah, I and think I uh, think you should you should you should set that goal of seeing at least twenty people or spending a certain amount of time, um, get an order, um, even if it's a small one, and make sure at least half the people you talk to give you a business card, someone that you can contact. Them. Yeah, and if you're doing that, like you said, if you're doing that twice a week, you know you're you're hitting a number. You're going to get over a hundred. Yeah. In a month. And then, uh, just like I said, on that 1% rule, you're going to get one or two people that are going to buy something from you next month. Yeah. They will. And that's what's awesome about it. Now, then, now I, we've, got, we've got about 10 more minutes that I'd like to chat about this or a little bit under. Okay. Uh, and we need to go into the niche market Yeah, side let's of do things. that. Okay. So, <clears throat> in the niche market, if you sell to... Um, you meant, I believe you mentioned earlier about bling and yeah. If you're if you're cheerwear. if you are a if you sell cheerwear specifically because we do have a lot of customers that have a pro spangler, a canvas machine, or a brush and bake, and they do rhinestones or bling for a living, and that's their passion. You know, then you know you've got some very specific marks markets that you can sell to. You know, um, the landscaping business is probably not going to be into it. Yes, and the other thing is that if you're selling, say cheer and dance wear, there might not be a hundred places in the drivable distance that you're going to go. You're not, you, you're probably not going to spend four hours a day, twice a week, just calling on those places. Yeah, absolutely. You might, that might be something you do <clears throat> once a month Yeah, and that's it or twice a month and that's it, but it's very, it's calculated, right? which means that you may only have 20 prospects in the immediate area you want to reach out to. Yep. Uh, so say if it's just dance schools, you know, might be one. And and this and this could be you could niche this out in any direction. Right. I mentioned before an embroiderer working with uh, buy here pay here or small car lots. Yeah. You can pick any niche you want. Yeah. So even if you're a general practitioner, yes, you can break it down into a likely and profitable niche. Yes. Yeah. So so we can maybe the example you can talk about will be the bling stuff. I'll talk about the sounds other one. good. But let's talk about this for a couple minutes because I think this is it's a it's the same approach but slightly different. Right. What you need to go into with this one is you're going out to these niche areas. You need to have, you need to be more educated. You have the opportunity 
to be more educated is probably what I would say. Right. Meaning that you would know exactly what you would sell them. You might know exactly the brands or types of shirts that you would sell. Yep. The locations, meaning left chest logos or jacket backs or tote bags yep. or backpacks or stickers, whatever things you make. Yep. So you're going to have a certain list of products you're probably going to sell them. So now you've got the opportunity to know how much do these items cost? What's the average cost to decorate them? Yeah. How much would I retail them for? How long would it take me to prepare them? You could have all of this knowledge ahead of time because you're only going to make this sales call once or twice a month. Right. So you can take more time to prepare and have, have the opportunity to go get an actual sale faster. That's what true. What do you think about that? No, that, that's true. And when I was doing outside sales in audiovisual, for example, we called on schools. So, and you could, you could relate that to the bling business too. So let's say you are a, you're in the bling business and you sell to dance and cheer, um, but you also sell to schools. So what I would do is I would take a drivable area, I would map out where the schools and where the dance schools are, the cheer academies, and where the likely public schools and private schools are, and I would make a plan to go contact each one of those. Mm-hmm. And I would be, I'd have appropriate and... And corresponding samples in my hand when I did. Yeah. So not only are you prepared with, okay, these are the kinds of things I do specifically. And you know what? This shirt that I did for this other academy, which I have a, a sample of right here, um, you know, I sell this to businesses like yours to resell for for X number of dollars. That seems like a pretty good price. What do you think? Yeah. You know that kind of thing. Yeah, I, I think that that's fantastic. Is you've got the opportunity to uh, go into. A small business like this, and and I'm going to talk about going into like these small owned car lots. Is you've got what I would do is I'd prepare a pitch that it's an affordable shirt for them. It's going to look fantastic, and it's going to help them sell more cars. Right. It's going to help them make more. Because they look they look more professional by looking more professional. Exactly. So I would go into this and I would say, these I'm going to wear a shirt just like one I'm going to sell to them, but with my logo on it, and I'm going to want to look sharp in it. It is going to be ironed. It's going to be fresh. It's going to be a new shirt. Uh, If the collar starts to turn at all, I'm throwing it away. I'm never going to wear that one to a sales call. I want to look. I want to look like they want their salespeople to look. Yes. Um, And then you go out there, and you say, "I make shirts just like this one. All your salespeople can look like this." Yeah. how do I look? What do you I think? Okay? Right. You know, and let them, you can make it a joke. You can laugh. But anyway. Yeah, you could say, look at that guy over there. Don't you wish he was wearing one of these shirts? <laughs> yeah. But you could, and then you, you go into this pitch. So maybe the pitch to them might be talking about, well, listen, you want, uh, you want to look like uh, one of the big brand car sales right. companies. You right. want them to feel just as comfortable and trustworthy as walking into your lot as it is as walking into Chevy or yeah, Ford yeah, or whatever. Exactly. So this is something you could do. So, and really what I mean by all of that in that example is that you you can be as prepared as you want because you're only going to go see maybe 20 or 30 or 40 businesses total in your area. So make every sales call as best as it can be. Right. Make the pitch as best as it can be. But it's, you could still just start off with the same thing that we'll circle back around to before. You walk in, you say, hi, I do this. Yeah. Who do I talk to? Yeah. I would like to follow up in the future. Here's my information. Yeah. Do you need anything now? Oh, only only you get to add the, you know what? I, I do stuff like this specifically for car lots like yours. Yes. And and that's a great part of the pitch. Yeah. And you say this is, I, 
I love that. I yeah. love that is, is being able to let them know that you're an expert in handling what they need. Right. You know, you know what I do, you know, I do nothing but cheer wear, you know, or I provide, you know, bling clothes or embroidered clothing, um, to schools in the area, mm-hmm. you know, just like yours, you know, so you're positioning yourself. You're saying, Hey, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I do this for a living. Here's my card. Do you need anything now? Yeah. And, and do you know, uh, I'm sure you know about the Southeast National Championship. Whatever, right. Whatever. Yeah. You get to be the yeah, expert. Yeah. Uh, well, I did. I did all the apparel for that organization. Yeah. For their last event. So, so here's what I would do for a sales plan on that side. You know, we talked about geography and going by neighborhoods. I just went to Google Maps and I tab- typed in Tampa car lots. Mm-hmm. And I got a map with dots on them of about 21, 22 car lots in Tampa. And I know where they are. So what I would do is I would just print out this map, mm-hmm. you know, with the information next to it. And I would get my car and see how many of these I could introduce myself to, create active word of mouth with, you know, for um, in four hours. So another way to, to maximize that, you, you just started mentioning that, and I, want, I meant to talk about it earlier, but what I used to do, um, I was in uh, real estate banking sales type yeah. thing, so I sold two mortgage brokers. So yeah. I had to find all the mortgage brokers, and then I, I would list them out, Yep. and I would I would print a map at that point in time. Um, now I'd probably do it on my, try to do it on my phone, right. uh, but I would get that, and then I would write down all of them ahead of time. Yep. So it was because it's only I, I'm only looking to get into twenty or so in that time frame. Right. It's not doesn't take that long to write down the twenty names. And those are always going to be your prospects. Yes. Yeah. And and I, so I would write them down. I would literally I would have a notepad. I would write down the names and I would give I would write and I would give three or four lines and then I would write and I would give three or four yeah. lines and I would write them all down. And then I would walk in. I would talk to him for a minute. I would come back out and before I left the parking lot, I would make a note yeah. right next to it. Out of business, maybe, is what right. the note said. Right. Um, you know, not interested with an exclamation point underline, meaning that right. just like, don't try to go back. Don't waste yeah. your time. Um, another one might be Johnny, great guy, got his card. Yeah. You know, um, he coaches a little league team. He coaches a little league team, you know, and then, and then I know. Then at the end of the day, hopefully out of those 20 or 25 um, that I visited, I've got 10 possible prospects yeah. for the future. And then maybe one or two that actually want a quote. Yeah. They actually want me to quote them. And then I get to go back to the office. Yeah. And I've already told them a time that I'm going to give them the quote by. I'm going to get it to you by tomorrow morning. Right. And then I will go into the office. I'll handle everything that happened while I was missing. Tomorrow morning, the first thing that I'm doing when I'm drinking my, drinking my right. cup of coffee is that. I'm preparing up that quote. As I promised, Johnny, here's the quote for the shirts for all your salespeople. They're going to look awesome. You're going to sell some more cards because they look so sharp. I love that. So so we talked about the different kind of ways you have to be prepared for a niche market versus, you know, a general practitioner. Uh, we talked about, you know, the, the time plan, the scheduling mm-hmm. your time out, seeing 20 people, setting the goals of getting at least half those people to give you contact information, business cards, and maybe making one sale um, every time. We talked about the different ways to to map out what you're going to do. One with the general practitioner going after an area is go by neighborhoods. Yeah. For niche, it's pick a representative of your niche, like Tampa Car Lots or dance schools. Go into a mapping software, you know, like Google Maps or MapQuest or whatever it is. Type that search word in, in and see what pops up. 
and make that your plan for your prospecting day. Um, the one thing that we haven't talked about in all this is that you're going to need a plan after you after you get back to the office. Yeah. yeah. So, so what are you going to do with all that information and all those contacts? Because hopefully you can have up to 20 new contacts, 20 new prospects after, after every day that you go out. Well, I think that that plan, is that plan another podcast? I think it is. It yeah. is another podcast. And when you're going through your list, I was kind of making a couple notes to myself here. Um, and I don't know if we specifically said it, but I want to mention it okay. as we close it out. As we close out. Um, Mark Stevenson always always says oh, yeah. to wear, what's well, you say it please? Wear what you wear make, what you do. Wear what you do. Wear what you wear do. what you do. Um, and so wear something that you do. Um, if you are figure out a way to wear it and look nice and sharp and professional and professional because what when you're selling apparel to these folks, if it's the cheer and dance wear for bling, you want it to be when when you walk in. You want them to notice you. Yeah, it's like gonna be really bam. Notice you. Yeah, you know they really notice you. Big cheer, mom. Unless you're a guy on yeah. your shirt, <laughs> you know maybe a blinged out cap yeah. that you're wearing and a bag. You want them to notice that, whatever it might be. Um, so, you know that's great. If it's if you do if you do t-shirt printing and you specialize in that, you know maybe or maybe not you're gonna wear a t-shirt, but you you need to be prepared for that. You right. Need to, you need to look good, but because. The reason that they're buying apparel from you is because they want they want to look good. Yeah. They want their folks to look good. Yeah. So you've got to portray that, which right. means that you need to have just the standard things that shouldn't need to be said, but it's just important to mention. You got to make sure you're ironed. You got to make sure you're wearing a non-faded clothing. Wear shoes. Wear shoes. Not flip flops. Preferably. Right. Um, Unless it's beachwear. Yeah, I mean, in Florida, the rules are all Yeah, that's changed. true. It really doesn't matter in Florida. <laughs> but, yeah, Mark's right. You know, I mean, if, you, if you're if you an embroiderer, you know, don't go into a business without an embroidered shirt on. Not at with all. A, with a company logo ever. You know, you should be wearing a cap, you know, with an embroidered logo on it if you can. You should be carrying a bag or um, uh, a, a notebook cover mm -hmm. that's been embroidered. You should be able to easily show people what you do just on yourself. Yeah, and it you don't maybe your personality is tacky, but you don't have to have a hat with your logo, a shirt with your logo, a tote bag with your logo, I don't know with your logo. <laughs> what are you trying to say? What are you trying to say? Uh, I'm saying you don't have to do okay. that. Um, you can just wear the cap or just have a bag. Yeah, you know because maybe your style is not. Maybe you're a small business owner, woman. Your style is not to wear a polo shirt. Right. That's not your style. You don't feel comfortable in it. You don't think you look the way that you want to look. So you, yeah. You wear dresses. Yeah. That's that's just who you are. You then have the bag. Have right. a bag with embroidered on it. Um. You know. Same thing with your. If you're carry a, a cap yeah, or a polo. Carry something with you at least. You know. But but have something with you that shows your work, because not that they're not going to believe you. But it's just something to talk about yeah. as well. And then it, it's the message that you want them to have. You want them to be jealous in a way. Right. And, and you also you know, have to be able to relate to people who don't look like you. Yeah, okay. So if you are Mary from, from the embroidery shop down the street, then maybe going into a hair salon is very comfortable for you. And maybe going into a tire shop, the guy, the guy behind the counter is going to look at you and not be able to relate to what 
you're wearing. So that in that case, carrying a cap, carrying an embroidered cap, carrying an embroidered apron if you're a guy going into the um, into the hair salon, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, carrying an embroidered polo in all circumstances. You know, if you're a DTG printer, then maybe uh, carrying a cool T-shirt with a full full color graphic design on it is a great idea. If you're bling, then you know, carrying something a bumper sticker that you've made or uh, a cheer mom shirt might be more appropriate. There's there's a million ideas of yeah. things that you can have with you. And so the really the point is is that, you know, dress your best, dress appropriate for what you do. Yeah. For what you're selling, you know, I think is really a part of it too. Right. Um and to the niche and if you're a niche market, it's okay it's okay to specifically wear towards that niche market. Yeah. If it's if it's if you sell the youth sports apparel, you can wear a... Don't a, wear children's shorts. No. Well, with no, cheer no, on the butt. Be don't, don't do that. That would be weird. But yeah. it's perfectly fine to wear a moisture wick, say if you do vinyl, yeah. a, mo- a, a moisture wick shirt with your... your Maybe you have a kid or a son or yeah. a daughter or a nephew or, or someone that, that they have a team. So you've got their logo on the front, their, their name number and on number the back. on the back. Yeah. And it's just a nice looking shirt. It's a sports shirt. That's what you sell those. Yeah. So you don't have to be dressed up. Yeah, and you'll look like that. Yeah, and yeah, and you'll look like, and then you say, just like this. Yeah, this is what I do. And and it and it's got to look great. If it doesn't look great, make another one. Right. I mean, you right. do this. You got to do this. You do this for a living. It should be your Suck best. it up. Make some shirts. Yeah. Um, okay, so um, in our strategy for making more money next month, um, kind of a part one, creating word of mouth, making word of mouth happen encouraging word of mouth Mm -hmm. by actually going out and meeting new people. Yep. You know, what we're going to do is um, we're going to decide our approach, whether or not we're going to take a niche approach or an area general practitioner approach. Uh, We're going to set goals for what we want to accomplish. And we are actually going to want to make those goals, mm-hmm. right? Like, like, like meet ten people that are a possible prospect. Yep, and sell one thing. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have a, a kind of a, a written plan of generally what you're gonna say, you know, how you're gonna introduce yourself, the schedule of when you're gonna go out. I'm gonna go out on Tuesdays and Thursdays, or I'm gonna go out on the first, second Wednesday of every month, or, or whatever that is. You're gonna make that part of the plan, um, and uh, and what else? Then actually do it. Then actually do it. That's the hardest part. Yeah, that's the hardest part. Um, I, I think that I think that that's just it. You know, figure out what you're gonna do, what you're gonna say, where you're gonna go. Yeah. How many? And and then at the end of the day, how are you gonna label it as a successful day? I like that a lot. And here's here's I'm I'm gonna make an offer since Mark and I are both former outside salespeople. Um, is that you can call us. Yeah. You know, if you want to run a pitch by us or if you want to talk about a sales plan or if you're a little nervous about something or want advice on what to bring with you or business cards, we've had this happen several times on websites. For this, I mean, give us a call. Yeah. And Send us an email. Give Honestly, you can give a call and just say, uh, hi, Mark Stevenson. My name is Jeffrey, right? And I do custom apparel locally in the area. Oh, I, mean, I would love can, that! You know, I would love that. Just That'd call and just start with your pitch. Yeah, you know that's cool too. But the when I, you know, I started off it, when when Mark and I met about this and why we wanted to do this is because we want you guys to sell some more stuff. Yeah, we want you to be more successful. Yeah, and we want you. We, we want and need you to do more business yeah. and to be successful and to love what you do. And this is one of those things that 
uh, most everybody that exists is scared to do. Yeah. Uh, is is apprehensive about it because they're just it's the fear of the unknown, and I don't want to bother people, and it says no soliciting on yeah. the door, all of these things. But but the encouragement that I would give is just. All you're doing is going out there, saying who you are and what you do, and giving a card. And there's nothing wrong with that. And right. There's nothing to fear about that. And almost nobody is going to be a jerk about it. Yeah. Almost everyone is going to say, "Thanks for stopping by," or "I don't need anything," or "No, we yeah. really don't buy that." Or "Yeah, we buy it all the time." Yeah. Give me your cards. And, uh, and unless you're in Jersey, and if you well, then you're a jerk too. Thanks. You're okay. Good boy. <laughs> Ouch. I'm from Jersey. I'm allowed yeah, to say so that. Is that Jersey one of those too. Things? Yeah, it's one of those things. Okay. Definitely. Um, but no, um, yeah, I mean, depending where you are, but more than likely, most of the people are going to be cool about it. And most of the people are just going to say, yeah, all right, great. And, thanks and, a lot. And honestly, later. like it's completely self-serving because the reason that we want, look, this is what's going to happen. You sell t-shirts, um, and the companies that you do business with could be more successful. The, the churches that you create fundraising stuff for are going to make more money. The dancers that, that you provide clothes for are going to be happier. Those businesses are going to do better. As those businesses grow, your sales to those businesses are going to grow. Mm-hmm. And guess what? As your sales to those businesses grow, your purchases from Coleman and Company grow. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to need more thread, more ink, more rhinestone, more spangles, more sticky flock, more vinyl, more everything Coleman and Company sells. And you're going to grow to a point where, guess what you're going to do? You're going to need to add another embroidery machine or a bling machine or, or a direct-to-garment printer or something that cold SE sells. So, honestly, it, the, inco- the economy of the entire nation depends on you going, on out, you going out for four hours a week at least yep. and introducing yourself to a- at least absolutely, 20 people. Absolutely. If, if you're going to these car lots and you help them to look more professional, you're helping other small business owners succeed. Yeah. You know, by making them look good, yeah, and and which they're going to appreciate that from you, yeah, and they're going to buy more from you. I mean, it's it's, and then we're creating active word of mouth, which means that since you went out and you met, you know, you met, you met Jose and 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 Mary who own this car lot, yeah, you met them, you sold them shirts, they liked working with you. They have their their son and their daughter are in two different events. Yeah, you know the the daughter does softball, the son does baseball. Now you're connected with new teams. They go to church. Yeah, they go to church. So now you have the opportunity to meet um, the one of the administrators at the church who's yeah. doing a fundraising event. You're doing something for the daughter's softball team. You're doing something for the son's little league team on that team. And they meet, go to school. You know, yeah, yeah, you know, you just start the tree starts growing. Yeah. Because you went in and said hi to this business owner yeah. and gave him your card, and you've created this word of mouth you wouldn't have had before. And if you go back to the Know Your Numbers episodes yes. and you start doing the math on all of that, you realize that how if I can talk to 100 people and make, or whatever number it is, and make this many more sales a month, it's going to be that many more sales over time and over time and over time. Yeah. So it's awesome and it's really worth the time and it's not that hard to do. Yeah. I, I, I love all of that and I hope you guys remember that last part the most. So um, I think that's it. Yeah. We, yeah. It's wrapped up. Um, you know, hopefully you've written down some notes. Yeah. You've made a plan and you've really put a date. Put a day. Put an actual day in the near future. Next week. Not an excuse. Don't write right. down an excuse of why you're going to be so busy the right. next two months because right. Easter's coming and yeah, I think it. my cousin's going to be in town. Yeah. Great. T- 
tell your customer you have a little bit of work to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, but go out there and actually do it, and you will get fruit out of that labor. And, and we want to hear success success stories. I love that. So um, join us, if you're not already, at um, the Custom Apparel Startups Facebook group. Um, go to caswebinars.com and uh, see what Mark and I are doing live online as far as demonstrations in the coming months. And, uh, and share this podcast with folks that, um, that you care about and that you want to be more successful. Absolutely. Mark Stevenson, thank you for the knowledge you brought to this today. No problem. Thank you, Mr. Vila. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. And everyone have a great day. Yeah, have a good business.